Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell coming to you from a special location. St. <laughs> Paul. What, where are we, Sarah? We are at Hyatt Place. It used to be the main post office here in St. Paul. And now it is my favorite hotel. It is. It's St. a Paul. very cool dig. Why do you like it? I like it because it's quiet. It is, it is so quiet. It is so restful to stay here and it's a hotel. So that's a good thing for a hotel to be. It's tomb like. Yeah. We're in, we're sitting in here. It's got the, the mustard colored tiles that are about as, they're like brick tiles. If you went to elementary school and sometime in the eighties, you can probably picture them just in yeah. your head. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Or, yeah. or what stepped into a post office. Yeah. It's cool. They preserve some of the architecture, which is yeah, cool. super high windows, massive drapes. It is. Yeah. I, I really, really like it. So yeah. And I just, I, we haven't been to the Twin Cities in three years, but I'm just like, oh yeah. Oh, it we all love pretty it pretty much here. looks the same. And I know. I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> just a couple people in masks this time, but yeah, yeah otherwise yeah. that were pretty good to go. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So this is a, other than where we're recording, it's also a special episode of answers because this time I'm asking Dimity the questions and you'll provide all the answers. <laughs> yes, because yeah. I, I have all the answers. You I sure tell do. my kids every day. <laughs> so actually, yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a race recap of the Grand Traverse 21-mile hike and a little bit about uh, your athletic goals post that event. Yeah, 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 now that you're no longer running. And so... Yeah, I don't know, Dimity, you just finished the Grand Traverse here in lovely Minnesota <laughs> up in Duluth. So can you tell us about it? Yeah, yeah. So I've talked about it on both this podcast and AMR trains. So I'll try to keep it brief, the the recap, but it is a it's a trail run and a hike. They just they call it the Grand Traverse. I think you decide how you want to traverse, right? <laughs> so there are four distances. There's twenty seven miles, twenty one miles, seventeen, and ten. And so you can pick up where you want to. I mean, they have shuttles for each of those distances and different times for each of those distances. It's a small little race and it goes on a superior hiking trail or the SHT is, is what the locals Mm -hmm. call it. Mm -hmm. Um, Makes for good t-shirts. It it? does. Yes. Uh And the SHT, as I'll talk about is some pretty challenging terrain. It's not, it's not uh, the, (laughs) the smooth, you know, caterpillar free zone of Colorado that I trained on. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. So how did you train for it, Dimity? So I did this with what I call my J team, my adventure team. So Joe and Jess, who have been on the podcast a couple of times talking about the Grand Canyon, rim to rim. We did that a couple of years ago. And then last summer we did 
the half dome hike in Yosemite, um, Mm -hmm. went to the top with the cables. And so those two women joined us, joined me. And then, um, we had another woman named Holly. So there are four of us. Mm -hmm. And so we all like for, for Grand Canyon, we trained very diligently. Like we were on it because we had no idea what we were (laughs) going to get into. Yosemite, we trained pretty, you know, that was more in the summertime. So we, we were just out hiking and stuff. And we definitely did some long hikes this time. I would say that our training wasn't quite as diligent as it has been. The crux of it is, is that you have to do long hikes, right? Yeah, but you seem to do long hikes. You told us about, you know, the oh, 15 I did. miles, the 17 miles. Oh, yeah. No, I did. I mean, I did the equivalent of the 20-mile run, right? I did that twice. I did five hours which on our feet. I didn't know how long it was going to take us. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing. And that's mm-hmm. where the trails get a little tricky. But yes, I did some long hikes. I did a lot of strength. You know, I do I lead strength of many happy miles twice a week and then I usually did one more session on my own. I tr- tried to do a lot of band work because my knees are definitely my knees and my feet are kind of my Achilles heel, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like that's going to be the thing that's going to stop me from doing this again. Mm. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm stopping. I'm saying I need to take care of it so that I can keep doing them. But I have to ask you, band work can work on your feet? Um, no, that's okay. <laughs> I can't work on my feet. I need to go to my podiatrist. That's what I need okay. to do. We'll okay. talk about toenails. Actually, that's going to be oh. the third time through <laughs> on AMR answers. We'll talk more about black toenails. <laughs> and yeah, so then I did some cycling, of course, and I did what else did we do? Joe and Jess are both runners. So they both did runs twice a week. Um, Holly has plantar fasciitis. So she would oh. did some elliptical stuff or got on the bike like I did. My biggest thing I think that I would do differently is I would have just walked more. You know, I kind of felt like I had to be on trails or nothing, you oh, know? Huh. So I would have, I mean, so one of my morning workouts should have been a four to six mile brisk walk, mm-hmm. you know, instead of getting on the bike for that equivalent of time. Mm-hmm. Cause I like, to sweat, you know, and, yeah. a, and a four to six mile brisk walk is just going to mm-hmm. let so me see should. my neighbor's gardens. <laughs> it doesn't help me uh, actually like, you know, soak my sports bra. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you should have been modality specific. Modality. Exactly. Train. <laughs> yes. But, but overall the training cycle went well and we all had a great day. I mean, we all felt very well prepared, but again, the trails were a little bit of a wild card. Okay. All right. So with all that lead up, tell us about the rundown of the day. The day was good. I mean, it was very fun. It was a fun day. What what level of fun was it? Oh, fun. <laughs> no, it was actually pretty fun most of the time. We had some good laughs. We also had some times where you're like, okay, let's laugh now because otherwise we're going to get like kind of snarky with each other. <laughs> so start of the day. So you start, it's, it goes from south of Duluth. So people who know Minnesota or Duluth area, the 27 mile starts at Jay Cook and you come in 27 miles. I'm not quite sure where we started, but you come in 21 miles and you end at a place called Fitgers, which is a brewery and a hotel and a little shopping mall. I mean, if you've been to Duluth, you know Fitgers. It's kind of right in the center of town. So we started at Fitgers in the morning, got our numbers. First time I put on a bib and well, I guess I did a bib for the aqua bike. Sometimes I have a hard time remembering <laughs> what I've done. But uh, we got our bibs and we got on a school bus. I have not been on a school bus in a long time. So that is one thing. Oh my gosh, that's it. And it's dark and you don't know where you're going. And it just seems like you're on it forever, you know, because mm-hmm. it's dropping us off at the, obviously where we're starting and coming back. So 
Anyway, got through the school bus. Small. I mean, we just had, we had less than a bus full of people doing the 21 oh. mile. It's a small event. Wow. Yeah, it's a small event. Okay. And so there was one porta potty at the trailhead where we started. And one of member of our team, won't name any names, had to be in there for a little while. And they were like waiting for us to start. She was no, like, no, are you no, guys no, no, ready? No, no, no. It was so small. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So she's like, are you guys ready? You know, but, but we were kind of hanging by the porta potty waiting for our pooper to come out. And so all four of us walked up and then she's like, okay, ready, go. And I'm like, okay, can you take our picture before? <laughs> so that kind of set the tone for the day. Got out on, on there within 15 minutes. We were lost because everyone, I would say they were mostly runners, especially at the beginning. Mm. And then people started to hike more. There were some hikers from the outset like us, but the, the SHT has blue. Blazes. Yeah, blazes on the trees, on the rocks, whatever. And within 15 minutes, we were like back on white blazes, which means oh. mountain bike trails. We, we got turned around and back on the trail. But of course, like the first thing we do is lose the trail. So, oh boy, that got us going. Um, but then after that, we were good. We stayed on the trail, didn't see anybody. That's, wow. you know, so we were kind of this weird, neither here nor there, you know, because you're like, you're in a race, you've got bibs, but you don't see anyone until... The 27 people, the people who are running 27 come through Uh and they're like, you know, runner coming through and here comes this, you know, like Duluth 25 year old runner with a beard who's like, you know, slaying the rocks and had no problem. Just he looks like he's like, you know, floating on air as we like (laughs) clip clop through with our poles. (laughs) Like, wait, can we catch a ride? So, yeah, I mean, really the day was the trail. I mean, the trail, it's beautiful. First of all, it's beautiful, except for it was foggy that day and a little bit rainy. Uh Everyone's like, oh, you're going to have some great views. You see Lake Superior out, but we didn't have great views because of the fog. Mm -hmm. That said, it was a great day because of the overcast. If it would have been really hot, yeah, not sure. so good. Just trying to think about highlights. I mean, so yeah, so again, like I wasn't about the pace, but I was expecting us to cover our miles somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. Mm. And on the SHT, if you're hiking, if you're going 20 minutes, that's a fast mile. Because I got to say, when I walk on the street, for me to do a sub 15 minute mile is booking it. Oh, your your, your glutes are going, man. You're yeah. going. And yeah. so to, to do that for 21 miles on trail... Yeah. Yeah. I think that was maybe a little ambitious. A little ambitious for me. And then, so, so the whole day took us nine hours. Uh-huh. Okay. That's, you know, burying the lead, but yeah. it took us nine <laughs> hours, but I didn't stop my Coros at all. So like when we stopped for pictures, when we stopped at the aid station, when we stopped to pee, uh-huh. all that stuff. So, I mean, the f- day from start to finish was nine hours, but I don't know how long we were in motion. I would okay. say we're probably, I would probably take maybe 45 minutes off of that, somewhere mm-hmm. 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some highlights. Let's see. Well, the best <laughs> the best highlight was so we passed Spirit Mountain, which is a big ski area in Duluth. And mm. we're like, oh, we gotta get past here because there's a lot of mountain bikers and stuff, but everyone needed to use the facilities. So, mm-hmm. you know, so we all pull off to our random green patches. And right <laughs> when that happens, and I can't squat very well <laughs> anymore. Just I mean, I, I can. I mean, I can squat, but you know, I like a bat, like I'm just going to go 90 degrees, right? I'm going to like make sure that like my feet are out of the way, my shorts are out of the way, but I'm not like getting my ass right next to the ground. I'm just not, you know, like I don't need to do that anymore. I'm 50. And so a runner comes through. So Jess, she's on the right-hand side of the trail. I'm on the left-hand side of the trail. Jess does go all the way down. She's got more mobility than I do. So she's peeing over there. He sees her 
And Jess goes, dim, runner coming. My ass is bare. I'm sticking it out towards the runner. And I turn around. I turn around. Stop I was it, like, <laughs> I, it was one of those things you're just it's, like, not it's, really. It's nature, trees, bush, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe I did that. You know, and then you're just embarrassed. And he's thankfully one of those like very sprightly runners. And I'm like, oh my God. And then Joe and Holly are up the trail as well doing their thing. I'm like, he must have been like either flying high or probably not, probably like so embarrassed for the next three or four miles. So that was a highlight. And then, and then, yeah, stopping at the aid state, there was three aid stations along the way. So it's always fun to see what they have. The Lance peanut butter and cheese crackers, you know, the little packs of six. Oh, yeah. oh my God. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they, they taste good after a while, especially when oh, you have a lot of tasty. sweets. They're super tasty. Yeah. You're yeah. like, okay, I have, you know, an iced something bar. I've had this. I've had that. You're like, you kind of want something a little bit not so sweet. I have to ask, though, were they the ones that look like they're made out of Ritz crackers or like big Cheez-Its? Big Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah. Those are, those they are, are they're, good. They're good. Yeah, they're yeah. good. And they had Halloween candy, too, like a Three Musketeer. That was good. So then this woman, Holly, who's a bammer, she's been on the podcast before. She bakes pies. She loves to entertain. She bakes pies for one of the races, like a yes. finish Yes. Oh, line. I've seen – I distinctly remember a picture of her with, like, 25 pies on this massive groaning table. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So she offered to host us with a couple local bammers for dinner. But she had come out onto the trail and that happened to be when we were playing like near her house, we were getting close to Duluth. And, uh, at that point, we were playing Name That Tune to pass some time. <laughs> so I had my phone out and my- Oh, for real? Oh, oh, here I envision you all singing. Oh, gosh, no, no. <laughs> but they were not happy with my choices, like Waking Up in Vegas by Katy Perry. Yeah. What else did I do? Uh, there was one other song. Oh, The River, River. Um, I Knew You Were Waiting for Me by Aretha Franklin and George Michael. Like they wanted more current songs. Okay. Like I was, I was trying to kind of make them hard uh-huh. and my team wasn't having much of it. Uh-huh. So anyway, so we're playing along and Holly comes down and that was really fun to see her. It's just nice to have like a burst of energy, right? Talk to her. There's this thing called the friendship bell in Duluth. We rang it. We clanged the friendship bell. And then we were in Duluth proper and somehow we got off the SHT. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that, this was like kind of the highlight as in like something we'll talk about for forever and think it's just hilariously funny. It's probably not funny to listeners, so I'll be quick. But basically we got into Duluth and I was like, okay, we don't have the trail. So I'm like, let's just pull it up on Google Maps. So we go like basically (laughs) through downtown Duluth, like by the shops. We got our hiking poles on, you know, our gators over our, you know. Oh, our people. Rip Van Winkle coming out. Yes, yes. Some guy was like, hey, little ladies. (laughs) 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 What are you talking about? Joe was like, let's go over there that, through that street. I mean, we, we knew what, where we were, obviously. We knew we were going to Fitgers, but it was like a democratic rally, but like far, far left, demo, like socialist democratic rally. They were having like a speaker and they had all these booths. And I'm like, they're not cheering for us, Joe. Like they're like, <laughs> they're like saving the world, you know, like they, I mean, it was just so funny. And we're like walking through the street fair of very political rally. And so then anyway, we finally get to Fitgers. You know, we all need to use the bathroom. I'm like, where is the F and finish line? Where is it? You know, um, turns out, of course, we were supposed to go by the Duluth waterfront, which is lovely. Oh. So the SHT goes down to the waterfront and you're supposed to come up this flight of stairs to the courtyard. And that's where the finish line is. So we get to Fickers. We go through the front side, not the back side. Um, we're like, where do we go from here? I'm like, I'm going to ask. So I go into this kind of nice hotel ask the lady, the desk lady, 
she pulls it up on the internet. <laughs> so you're going to finish in the courtyard. So, and at that point we have to go down the stairs. I'm like, how do you get there? She's like, just go down those stairs and look through the double doors. And like going downstairs at this point. Oh, is, geez. Ah, painful. And plus our bladders are full, but right at the bottom of the stairs, we see a bathroom. We're like, we're stopping in the bathroom right now. <laughs> like, Hashtag priorities. Yeah. Washing our hands. Finally get out to the finish line. Cause we knew, I mean, you know, like you there's no one it. around. Uh-huh. And so we get there and we're like, we come out to where they have the t-shirts and we're like, where's the finish line? And this lady who was funny, you know, she was kind of in our face, but kind of funny. She's like, you guys cheated. Where did you come from? <laughs> we're like, we just came from the bathroom. Like, I promise you, I'm like showing her my chorus. I'm like, this is 21 miles. And so we walked over the finish line in the wrong direction and then back the right direction. I mean, it was kind of, it was very funny uh, at the time. And it was a little funny. It to looked us like too. a boomerang. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was our day. So we were out there for nine hours. And like I said, at the end of the day, like to spend nine hours with friends in the woods, you know, that's a pretty fun day. There you go. There you go. We're taking a commercial break after that good line, Dimity. So we'll be, we'll be right back to talk some more about Dimity's experiences after this quick break. Stay with us. Okay, Dim. All right. So how is this, uh, this epic day different from some of your other epic adventures, such as the, as you mentioned, going rim to rim at the Grand Canyon, going up Half Dome? Yeah. So it was just a little bit different in that I guess I wasn't mentally prepared for it to be a race. And I know it wasn't a race. Like I said, it was a hike in the woods for the day. But when you pin on a bib, I mean, my knee jerk reaction is, I want to go fast, right? I want to mm. go, go as fast as I can, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was a little bit, you know, I'm just full disclosure, like it was me having to adjust my expectations both mm-hmm. to the terrain, you know, mm-hmm. because again, like I was used to kind of like, oh, five hours, that's going to get me 15 miles. And mm-hmm. five hours got us, um, we moved it about 2.3 miles an hour. So what is that? Mm. I don't know, somewhere around 10, maybe, yeah, you yeah. know? 10, 11, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that... And also I had done all my workouts by myself, mm. which I love a group. Don't get me wrong. But again, there is a, an adjustment. Mm. And then you have the people, you know, coming through that feel, you know, fitter, younger, more vibrant. And I know it's not a comparison game and I'm very happy to be where I am, but it's, it's, you know, it's just hard not to at least be like, wow, I wonder what I could have done if I could have run this or, mm-hmm. you know, you were coming from your negative ego, Dimity. I am coming from my negative ego, but I'm just saying like, I wasn't anticipating those, having those feelings at yeah. times, yeah. you know, and yeah. again, they went through us and, you know, and we laughed and I flashed people and it was all good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was hard. And the other thing about it was our goal was to just go 21 miles. I mean, through again, lovely terrain and, you know, 4,000 feet of climbing, like it was not an insignificant day, mm-hmm. but the other two things we were trying to like get through the Grand Canyon or get to the top of Half Dome and come down. This was just like, get to Duluth. <laughs> you know? No knock against Duluth. No but, knock uh... against Duluth, but it didn't have quite the grander purpose, I guess. So those two things were a little bit different. But again, I wouldn't change anything. It was just more, now I'm aware if we pick to do something like that again, now I'll know kind of, okay, what do I need to do to adjust? And the good news is that when we do these together, like we help self-regulate each other, right? Mm -hmm. Like we all, I always march ahead and then Joe always catches up because she's just like, you know, the very even Steven pacer, you know, and she knows that I'm going to go ahead and then I'm going to be like, (laughs) pay for it, you know, and and end up becoming back to her pace. But 
Because you do walk very fast. I am a fast walker, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's part of it. And part of it is just my inseam, you know, the length of my legs. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, when I'm with people who are not 6'4", which is (laughs) the majority (laughs) of the population, like, we're going to slow down. And people are more cautious than me, which, you know, again, like, probably a good thing. I don't, you know, I definitely had a couple little ankle turns or slips and stuff that, you know, other people didn't have. You stayed upright though, did you? I stayed upright. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, 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 well done. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Uh-huh. Very good. Okay. So because running is off your table, yep. I would imagine it's harder now to find your next challenge. For people listening, they're like, oh, okay, I did Twin Cities Marathon. Now I'm going to see if I want to do a spring marathon or an ultra or something like that. But so how do you go about finding your next challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a lot about finding yourself after that running chapter has closed. Right. And so what brings you joy, right. Or at least checks all the boxes, like helps me sweat, helps me stay in shape, that kind of thing. So definitely, you know, cycling is, I would say that's the easiest one after running because there's so many cycling events. Sure. And what I like about cycling is that, you know, you can train for it inside. I have to say like after doing iron horse, which I did over Memorial Day, I had like one ride where I had a couple, I mean, near misses makes it sound too dramatic, but I finished that ride feeling very shaken. I was by myself outside Mm -hmm. and there was a couple close calls that I was just feeling just not right about. Uh So I trained inside. So I like that you can do that. And then when you go do your event, there's critical mass of cyclists on the road. So it's not, it doesn't feel like, I mean, anything can happen, of course, but it doesn't feel like it's quite as dangerous as if you're just out there by yourself. So there's that. So cycling is good and hiking is good too. And if you want an event, I mean, you can definitely create your own event. I mean, I, we talked to people today at the Twin Cities Expo that want to do the Grand Canyon in 2025. They're planning ahead. Wow. You know, so there's stuff like that. It's just, it takes a little bit more intentionality about what you want to do and planning, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like, again, you know, in Colorado, I could race every weekend if I wanted to, to do a running race or a trail race, yeah, you, could you know, several a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, that's what it takes. And, and I think a lot of people enjoy still having a goal. Right. And I, I realize that I really do like to have that goal out there. I like to yeah. have something in the future that gets me out of bed because I wouldn't go hike five hours by myself, <laughs> you know, just to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. there is some joy in doing that, but I like having that purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it just takes a little bit more intentionality, I guess is what I would yeah. say. Yeah. You are lucky, as you well know, to have your J team. I am. Your, your oh, posse I know. Of, of people. So if for people who are listening who are thinking, oh, man, I wish I had a J team. Do you have any suggestions for how to get those people? people? Yeah. I mean, it's a little like when we talk about finding your running partner, right? You know, you've got to put yourself out there like a little bit. And I mean, I will say like there are a lot of people on the AMR Facebook pages, on the TLAM private pages that like to do this thing, this kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so you, if if you say, I want to hike the Grand Canyon in, you know, April of 2024, does anybody want to do it with me? I'm not saying if someone says, yes, that person is definitely your partner, but mm-hmm. you at least have a lead, you know, <laughs> you might, you know, you at least have a swipe, you swipe left or right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> So I would say local hiking clubs, local cycling clubs. I mean, you know, you just have to find your people. But the thing about it is, is what I really like about my J team is that, and this is where it is important. If you do find someone that's maybe not someone that you train with directly, because then you kind of have a sense of their intensity and their personality and that kind of thing is that you commit to the training at the same level. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I knew that all three of those women had done what I had done. 
You know, they'd been out there for five hours twice, you know, hiking. They'd done most of the weekday workouts, you know, like they were definitely as committed as I was to have a good day because, I mean, of course, certain things are always, you know, there's always kind of be accidents or people don't feel well or whatever. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like we all come from the space of I don't want to let my team down, so I'm going to be prepared. That's the kind of person that I think you need to make sure like, okay, how committed are you to this? Because we all know we get through different different chapters. Yeah. Molly, you know, my best running friend in Portland, she has done a couple multi-day hikes, you know, backpacking things and that, that her partner has not, and it was not me. Yeah. Has not, (laughs) has not trained as well. And it was a big letdown. They had to turn around after, I think one day the person just had a breakdown around the campfire that first night. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they went back because the person had not trained as Molly has suggested they trained. Yeah. Well, that's frustrating. And and it's, and and that sucks to be on both sides of that, right? It sucks to be a person letting someone down and the person is like, okay, now I don't get to go do it. Right. And I got the permits and I got the time off from work and, you know, all my freeze dried food and everything like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, As a sidebar, you mentioned that Holly had plantar fasciitis. How does one hike 21 miles with PF? We don't do as we don't say. I think that she kind of mainlined the Advil for most of it. I mean, it made my foot have ghost pain just thinking. Just thinking about it. Yeah. And so we kept her off of it except for during the hikes. She said, you know, that she wants to keep doing this kind of thing, but she needs to take a break. I mean, we definitely have to find a better solution for her. I think she's pretty tough. That's how she did it. But we also, you know, we all use polls, which again, yeah. we click clack through. It was funny because we would try to take, I'm like, let's take some video. Like that was really, that was a tough section. Let's take some video for, for Instagram, of course, because why wouldn't you? And they're coming down and I'm like, that doesn't look hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, when you um like try to take a picture of a hill that you've just done hill repeats oh, yeah. on and you're like, <laughs> it looks that flat. was like a, a total killer hill and it looks like an anthill on the, your thing, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what the SHT is. Like the rocks, I'm like, you don't understand what it feels like to go through these rocks or go through the mudslides or whatever. But anyway, so yeah, her poles helped. She had the best foot care she does. She sleeps in the Strasbourg sock. I mean, Uh you know, it's one of those things that uh, you've had it. I mean, I know a lot of people have. It's like, it's just a bugger to get to go away. It is. And it's just so omnipresent. I mean, because, you know, let's say, you know, you've, if you have a broken wrist, you can kind of work around it a little bit because you don't walk on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She actually did at one point. That's how she got over it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, she was like, I just don't want to miss this. Yeah, It was kind of, she needed that just mentally, you know, and sure. I, we know people that have done that. Yeah. Yeah. She, I don't think she's any worse for the wear, but yeah, it's time to, to find a more permanent solution. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what have you decided on a next goal? Well, so yeah, so there's a couple things. Uh, so when I, we had dinner at Holly's house, that was very fun. And she talked about, she did this swim called, I think it's point to point or point to the point. It's from, don't quote me on this, but it's, Somewhere in Wisconsin to Madeline Island, which is a oh. one of the islands in Lake Superior. Oh. It's 2.1 miles. Okay. But she said it took her 2.5 with current and mm-hmm. her sighting. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't her sighting. I don't know. It was definitely current and waves or whatever. So that's something that's interesting because I, I love this part of the country. I mean, just being back here is just – I just love it. It's, oh. it's But I really enjoy that. So 
That's one thing. And then, when, but when's, we, when's that, Debbie? it's in August of next year. I don't think I can do it next year just because I know we already have a conflict for Ben at that date. I've already looked it up, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Good, good. Well, that, that shows. Um, so can't do that. But again, that's something like, you know, if this kind of stuff is interesting to you, just keep your ears open. Ask people. And, you know, the Grand Traverse was, I would have never known about it had I not been told about it by some locals, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are things that you can do that are not necessarily the New York City Marathon, but are going to be really enjoyable, you know, but you, it's a little bit harder to find. Yep, certainly. But the thing that we want to do that we hopefully are going to do is another big epic hike. It's called the Enchantments. Have you heard of that? I think I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's outside of Seattle. I wrote on that paper, Sarah. Where yeah. is it? Yeah. It's remember. in um, Leavenworth, Washington. Alpine Lakes Wilderness in Leavenworth, Washington, which Molly has been on vacation out there. She says it is beautiful. Everything that I read about that says there's no words to describe this. It's like they just say, and Alpine Lakes, I mean, that is one of my favorite things in the world Mm -hmm. are Alpine Lakes. So it goes by some lakes. Um, That's what I know. I know it's a very challenging hike. It's like the Grand Canyon, like all the national parks things say, don't try to do this in a day. But I think it's 19 miles and climbing, you know, somewhere around 4,000. The biggest issue is it's like 7,000 feet of descent. Oh, it's a lot. So that's why I needed to like, think about my knees, get, get Uh them a little bit, a better shape. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So thinking for that next year, cause you don't need it. That's more of an adventure. You don't need a permit to camp there. You need a permit. And I think those are very hard to get. Right. So you can do it in a day if you can do it in a day. So that would probably be, you know, it would be a very long day, but a fun one. So. Right, right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. We look forward to hearing about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I just want to give people, you know, hope because I've heard from a lot of people that running is hard or running is not going to be in their future anymore and you can do it. You just have to be more intentional. Right. All right. Well, thank you for sharing, Dimity. Well, and, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> thanks for thanks for letting me share in this old post office. <laughs> yes. This episode was produced by Barry Medor here in this very room of Fire on the Bluff Media in St. Paul, Minnesota. 